You're listening to the Creating Healthy Families podcast, a podcast designed to prompt purposeful relationships in your family. Now, here's your host, Link Taylor. I'd like to welcome each of you all again to our podcast, Creating Healthy Families. So glad you're with us again today as we look intentionally at what family could look like, how to live with purpose and making decisions uh, once again, kind of as a reminder, maybe through the lens of a parent, through the lens of in a marriage relationship, and uh, just all things families, we're wanting to uh, kind of hit on all areas. And today, we have back with us finally. A- <laughs> <laughs> yes, back by popular demand. Oh, but there has been such outrage that Amy Jo Durardi <laughs> has not been on this show in All quite a while. All of my emails, I've been sending uh, it. Bring her been. back. But we're glad Amy Jo is back, and she'll be back uh, more often now. I think. I was on the sabbatical. Right? You were. You so. were. You were gone, and and yes. we had some some podcasts. But uh, yes. but Amy Jo, Amy Jo, I'm glad to be back. Welcome back. Thank you. And so today. Amy Joe is actually in the hot seat, we'll say. Woohoo. Yeah. We're gonna I'm gonna kinda uh throw some questions at Amy Joe as she uh kinda unpacks the mom and daughter relationship. Hmm. So Amy Joe, tell us a little bit about what you do here at the church and kind of your, your passion uh, yeah. in girls and women's ministry. I am uh the girls minister and get to help out with our women as well. But primarily, I have been serving as girls minister for, I'm in my 18th year now, which is amazing. You think you've learned something in 18 years? I'm still learning, still (laughs) learning. But yeah, I started um, as a girls minister and have continued to just um, try to figure out ways to help moms uh, and their daughters in yeah. relationship and uh, equip leaders to come alongside of the moms. And we do believe that the mom is the first girls minister. Yeah. So that's something that I've learned yeah, I, I early love, on. Love that phrase. Yeah. yeah. And so, so it's not just because Amy Jo's sitting about three feet in front of me <laughs> when I say this, but she really is a uh, leading voice and advocate for uh, girls ministry uh, in churches and the role that um, – and that churches can play, and uh, and she has uh, you know been a voice in our lives. We have you know three daughters that have grown up in our student ministry. When I was a student minister, and Amy Joe serving as a girls minister, we had a, f- a fun run there. And so, mm-hmm. you know, she has walked through with us on some things, and with Joellen, uh, my wife. And so, uh, she really is. She is a, a, a nationally recognized. Uh, Voice for uh, for girls ministry and women's ministry and everything that that involves mm. the good the bad the ugly, the ugly. all of that uh, so yeah today we just want to talk about the mom and daughter relationship so just mm. Amy Jo start talking to us about just the the role that a mom can play the opportunities that a mom has in the life of of her daughter yeah I and I would say. Um, I was even thinking about that this morning um, as I was coming into work. I was processing how, just personally, uh, when I first started as girls minister, I wasn't a mom. And so then the last eight years, I have been a mom. And um, just new things that the Lord has taught me about 
what that looks like and how mm. to partner with moms, the um, the good and the bad and the ugly with that as well. Um, but there's just such a beautiful thing that happens uh, when you um, see moms first understanding who they are in Christ um, and then ministering to their daughters out of that oh. out of that role out of that understanding and so um, yeah we talked about Titus 2 4 a lot when we are working with girls and working with moms and that that key phrase of train the younger woman too and then there's a whole long list and I think we always get kind of tied up with all of those things that come after that. But what I want to focus in on with moms and with um, daughters is just that word train, um, that it is intentional, but it also means in the Greek, it's um, encourage, or from my understanding is to urge them forward, to call forth, to encourage. And so I started thinking about that, even in my own relationship with my mom, that, um, you know, it's it's intentional, but it's also helping moms to understand, okay, what am, when I look at my daughter, what am I calling her forward to in her relationship with Christ? Mm. And just some intentionality, instead of just getting up in the morning and letting the relationship haphazardly happen, uh, because before too long, they're they're gone, you know, and we try to cram it all in their senior year. Right, and it might create stress in it families. <laughs> that I may or may, may or may not have seen that lived out in the lives of our of people. your of your people. Well, even my, my family. Yeah, my yeah. mom did that to me, and she's yeah. a wonderful woman. But I remember my senior year; she just They're about to graduate. Let's she get was it all like, in. All of a sudden, four o'clock. Uh, I was at home. She's like, "Amy Joe, get up here. We're making a turkey." And I thought, "Why do I need to know that this right now?" But she was worried that I wouldn't know how to cook a turkey. So I, d- I well, did she, learn. You needed to know that. I've done it and, one and time. And have you cooked a turkey? I since? did. If you ask Daryl, it's the turkey of 2000. It was our first right. year, and he loved it. And I thought, I'm never going to cook another one because I ended well, you know? So. That's awesome. But, um, yeah, I think just helping moms and daughters understand there's intentionality and um, and having a plan of, okay, well, what is it that we're actually doing in this relationship? How do we call mm-hmm. moms forward to um, to lead their daughters to grow closer to Christ? So. And the voice that moms have in the lives of their daughters, Huge. I've seen it with uh, my wife and um, our daughters, mm-hmm. and it is a leading voice. Now, I know you – and, you know, I have to remind, and you do too. Mm-hmm. I know you, to remind moms, you know, you're, you have a voice. Right. You, you think you don't at yeah. times, yeah. Because culture or friendships or whatever it is, we think those are so much louder, uh, and they are loud at times. But the the voice and the influence a mom has with her it's daughter huge. is enormous, and yeah. do not yeah underestimate that. Right. Right. It's good. Good. I think some of those things that you can do with that voice um, for for moms, uh, uh, just some three areas that if moms are trying to figure out, well, what what can I what can I do with my voice? What can I remind my daughters? The opportunity you have, yeah, as as a mom, as a mom, the position you hold, yeah. 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 So three areas that um, we kind of use when we're talking with moms uh, and daughters is identity significance and purpose um 
And I think that is for women uh, of all ages. Mm -hmm. So it's helpful even for myself whenever there's issues with uh, my relationship with Christ. I'm always like, what what is off right now, you know? Um, But it it for sure is for girls, just helping them understand, you know, their identity. What does that look like? Who am I in Christ? Um, Your daughters will try on all sorts of different types of identities. They're going to allow social media to tell them that they're a certain thing. Their friends are going to tell them that they're a certain thing. But as a mom, how do you, you know, reiterate who they are in Christ? What does that look like? And there's a whole bunch of creative ways that that can happen, um, you know, when they're younger. I mean, we could just kind of go off on a whole different tangent. But I know when they're younger, it seems like, and you tell me if this happened in your family too, Link, that you know, moms have their daughters run into the house and they are like, Mom, I want to tell you a story. And they're up front with it. And so your voice looks different when they're younger right. because they're seeking that. Mm-hmm. But then when they're older, it, it looks different, too. And so um, how do you continue in each stage and age like to tell your daughter who she is in Christ? It looks right. different. Sometimes it's been like through a note. My mom would send me notes throughout camp when I was working as a camp mm-hmm. counselor, and I treasure that. And then other times it's just been unique um, windows or moments in time. What? Right. What? Well, it, it depends. On, yeah, and on the personality too of the of, of the mom of the mom and the daughter. Uh, you know, especially when the daughter gets older and uh, those adolescent years, a little bit, you know, a little older than that, and they may be, uh, we'll call them a, a strong-willed child, and they want to show that they're independent, and so therefore, they may be silent oh. in, you know, talking to the mom. But the voice of the mom is still just as strong. But there's this tension of the girl wanting maybe to show that they're mm-hmm. they're not asking the questions because they want to let their mom know that they can do it, mm. or the things that the mom says. It may or may not create drama or tension in the home. I don't know. Uh, I may or may not have seen that before, but um, but it's just it's never yeah. But the mom and the way that they uh, encourage and speak truth, it, it needs to. And I think you you may talk about that in just a minute. But the the different ways that they can encourage, yeah, and. Yeah. Um, and can speak where it's not the exact same way every time. True, but yeah. but a lot of times, just because uh, our daughters aren't acting like they're listening mm-hmm. or watching, mm-hmm. just know in a family unit they are. They are hearing. You, you can't get a, yeah. They can't get away from it. Yeah. And so yeah. You know, just a, just a reminder on that. So yeah. So some of the key questions that would um, you know a, a daughter may ask about you know who am I. Um, mm-hmm. Who am I as a sister? Who am if they have siblings? Who am I as a girlfriend? Who am I eventually as a wife? Who am I eventually as a mother? Who am I in a career? Like those are questions that in each season they're they're mm-hmm. continuing to ask. Well, how does this shape my identity? But um, those things can come and go. But as a daughter in their you know daughter of Christ. Um, that doesn't change the way that uh, God sees me, the way that God sees your daughter, the way that um, you know it, it, Scripture says about all that we are in Him. That doesn't change, right? And yeah. so helping them to to cling to that. Yeah, because if we allow our children 
to continue, and this is us too, it, you know, the good things that are happening in our life kind of increases our identity of like, mm. wow, we're doing well. But don't forget that when the bad things, bad moments happen and yeah. circumstances in life can bring it down just as bad. So what is that constant? And yeah. that is knowing our identity in Christ. Yeah. And that's that's something that's not just a cliche thing that or statement that we say. It is a it is a bedrock um, understanding yeah. that it's a never changing uh, that we've got to speak into our yeah. with a mother and a daughter. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I even talked about this yesterday with um, some friends. Of um, I had to get alone with um, with the Lord and just I ha- I call it uh, what's the lie. And I, I literally just kind of wrote down the things that were exhausting me, the things that were exciting me, the things that were disappointing me, um, the things that I was looking forward to, and laid it out. And then just allowed the Lord to just walk with me through, why hmm. is this disappointing me? Why is this exciting me? Why, you know, all the things. And then in that was able to figure out what lies was I hanging on to or, or what truth of his was I holding to, you know, and just – so I think that those are constant things going in That's, our relationships. That is so good for the moms, yeah, to know what are the lies that our daughters are listening to. Yeah. What are they susceptible to? Yeah. And then, yeah, how do you – what are they vulnerable to, to – to hear more strong than her lies, yeah, in a sense, and so yeah, and how that do you can twist their identity that? and impact yep. that. The second word um, that we mentioned is significance, uh, and I think just in this world of social media, they're constantly looking for their value, and they're asking, you know, if I weren't here today, would anybody miss me? That's basically the question. Um, you know, do am I significant? Am I right. valuable? And um, so. For a mom to be able to help that daughter understand how valuable she is, that it, it, it really – she's more valuable than you can even say, I, like, I love you, but you're even more valuable than that because Christ loves you. And, um, and helping her understand that no matter what, your value doesn't come from hearing words from dad or mom. Your value doesn't come from a teacher's praise, mm-hmm. but it comes – through knowing that your your savior loves you, so um, helping them understand their value and significance. Um, so, and then the the third word would be purpose. I think this is something that girls are um, maybe don't even focus on because they maybe feel awkward during this time. They're thinking about their career, maybe, or what that's going to look like, but they have a purpose now. And so, helping girls understand that um, if they're a Christ follower, they were saved for a purpose. Like, what is their purpose? What is their giftings? What is their personality? All of that that God wants to use to help be a kingdom builder. Mm-hmm. So, um, Yeah, and that's when the the girls we, – we all do this, but we're talking about the, the girl and mother relationship when the girls are always seeing their friends and how gifted they are. Or, yeah. And why am I not like that? And yeah. That usually that's a huge thing, middle school, early high school years. And it continues if we don't get a hold of – Understanding our greater purpose and how God has crafted us uniquely for exactly. something that for His for His glory, but yeah. it's unique to us. And a mom can speak into that. Yeah, yeah that's huge. And yeah. I think, and we've seen this. Um, 
in particular, partnering with parents after a mission journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, that voice of helping parents know, hey, when your child came back from that mission journey, this is a great way of calling forth what you see Christ doing in them. So helping them see, uh, oh, I, I saw Christ at work in you, when, or I've seen this passion that's coming out of you. That's Jesus at work in you that's breaking your heart for this you know, particular ministry. So I think that's a great way. Yeah. Great way to do that. Well, uh, can we move on to the next kind of big, for sure. Um, you know, when there's opportunities and, uh, moments, uh, that we can, you know, they're, they're leveraged for, uh, for, for good things to be spoken. But what, what are those, what are those threats? What are those obstacles? If we're not careful, can can kind of come into that relationship between a mom and a daughter. Yeah, I there's a I'm sure there's a lot of different directions we could go with this portion of the conversation. I think the things that I think of are where moms are um trying to address symptoms that they're seeing or um what I saw when I first came into working with girls were these uh I, moms kept coming into my office going, "We need to address Dieting, you know, <laughs> yeah. we, or and we, I called it the three Ds. We talked about dieting, dating, and dress. And so it was like we need to do a fashion show and tell girls how to, you know, dress appropriately. Or we need to talk with girls about their diet. We need to talk to girls about their dating. Well, those are really important things. But those are just symptoms. Like mm-hmm. if you don't talk to them about those first things, identity, yeah. significance, purpose, then. Why would we think that we can make any difference when we talk to them about their dress, their their nutrition, and yeah. you know? Oh, that's so important. Yeah. So, um, and I think also uh, one big area would be it, toxic nurturing is what we've talked about before. <laughs> um, it's so hard. I think you know, women we are wired to nurture. And that can go wonky really quick. Um, you know, that's the first time on a podcast that wonky, wonky. <laughs> has been used. So our well, listeners can point to this episode, wonky. You heard it here keep, first, keep going. wonky. Yeah, I think just um, in toxic nurturing, we're just going to let that sit for a second. But um, when we as women, as moms, forget who we are, in Christ, our significance and our purpose, mm-hmm. I think that's when toxic nurturing begins to rear its head. And so, um, and it can just be divisive for our daughters. If if we have, um, if we are not, if our identity is off um, as moms, I see that in my own life with mothering. Um, I can forget that uh, I can be. I can look to my boys to try to meet my needs for identity, significance, and purpose. And when I do that, I am off. <laughs> I'm off, I'm toxic nurturing because I'm not grounded in my walk with the Lord. My boys are great, but uh, not all the time. But you know, like I can't look to them for my purpose and my identity and my significance. Because it's they're not going to be able to fill that. Yeah. So I think that would be a big threat is that as moms we have got to keep going back to Christ and realizing that the very same thing that we're trying to speak into our girls is the very same thing that we need to hear from Him. Right. As we um, 
you know, I heard years ago that, you know, ministry, the essence of ministry is depleting of yourself. And so, you know, as we minister to our children, a mom ministers to their daughter or a father to a daughter, whatever, how are they continuing to be filled up? Exactly. Yeah. And you're not just regurgitating things you hear. You're yeah. actually speaking out of the overflow of things you've come to understand and the messiness of that. Exactly. It doesn't have to be this beautiful, eloquent um, you know, statements all the time. It's just it's the messiness where our our children see us in situations, and it it it, it provides opportunities for reconciliation, redeeming mm-hmm. moments, uh, and just all of that. So I I think um, yeah, just know that, and this is for any parent that's listening is is the pressure of living a perfect life is just a is is not do do not feel that yeah yeah and, and understand that's a lie in itself right and uh, and that can become a threat yeah. uh, so therefore sometimes we don't do anything because we're afraid we're going to mess up right <laughs> so. right yeah that the Pinterest mom or the Instagram mom mm-hmm. that would be a major threat so. yeah because we and especially and you you lead out on this a lot on uh, the role that social media is playing to create this image of what what everybody else is doing, what families are doing, and we can't live up to that model. Yeah. And so, of course, that's an enormous threat. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Best practices. Yeah. What, what are some just like boom, boom type of things, things we can do? Yeah, that would boom, boom would be quick things. <laughs> yes, got it. Yeah, I think um, just these are some things that I have seen uh, from my mom that I have tried to bring into um, life and also have seen in you know women like Joellen and and other moms that I've seen um, quick things I think when we're talking about uh, you know a, an intentional plan um, you know my mom didn't just get up in the morning and say today I'm going to talk to Amy Joe about how to pray um, I saw her doing that all the time hmm. and she would write out her prayer requests in um, in this a type of note-taking called shorthand. So it looks like alien. In fact, it looks it looks like another language. And I, and I only know my name in shorthand, which is pretty cool that she taught me that because I can look at her prayer list and can and tell your name. I can oh. know when she's praying for me. And yeah, sometimes I'll say, cool. "What yeah. are what was this?" And she'll laugh. Eh, it's fine. You don't need to know. You know. <laughs> but um, she she had a prayer list that was also in, intentional things of things that she prayed for me, praying for my future husband, praying for um, the opportunities that I was given, um, praying for me to know who I am in Christ. So I think we need to sit down and write out those those lists and, and put that before the Lord of this is what I'm praying for. And then you have an opportunity uh, asking for God to open up a window of opportunity for you to talk with your hmm. child about that. Um, I would also say for women in particular with their daughters, there comes a time probably, I don't wish this on anybody, when your conversations may have some drama to it, you know, and – whether it's Does shopping, some families, not I've a lot. I've heard about that. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like if you are coming to this point where you constantly are, you know, ramming your head up against this thing, uh, my mom and I have talked about changing the script. 
um, not, you know, saying the exact same things because the drama keeps on happening. And you start mm-hmm. realizing, oh, my gosh, we're just playing out the same movie each time. Right. So how can you – It's as, not advancing anything. No, just, yeah, no. So building up if, a bigger wall. Exactly. Yeah. So if there is something, I would, you know, encourage moms to prayerfully think through, hey, every time we get in the car, we get into a fight. Okay, why? Are you saying and asking the same things? If so, change the script. Go a different direction. The, the daughter will be so thrown off mm. that you will find that you can move beyond whatever it is that you're ramming your head up against. Um, so change the script. Don't always bring up the same thing. If she's not receptive to it, change the script. So um, I would – Try to figure out ways to, if you're always bringing up heavy things with your daughter, are there memories that um, you can create with her that are intentional? Like, um, and I can throw this in the show notes if we if we oh, want. Yeah. Ooh, um, this is one that uh, my mom talked about that her dad did with her, and so love this um, that it 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 was a moment where. Um, her dad grabbed a blanket and uh, they went outside and looked at the stars and she remembered just it it seemed kind of spontaneous I wonder you know if there was a moment where you could you and your daughter could just step outside and you look at the stars and then you read aloud Isaiah 40 26 through 28 that talks about looking up into the heavens who created all the stars and then um, it talks about because of his great power and incomparable strength, not a single one is missing. And uh, and talk to her about that. And then maybe say something silly like, hey, let's think of some pretend names that the stars could be called. What would you name that one? Hmm. What would you name that one? And then call them out and just be silly about it. But then at the very end say, hey, God knows every name of those stars, and he knows you. And it could just be that simple. Oh, that's fantastic. You know, just a little thing. But what are some different things where it's not so heavy, but she can look back to that and remember, oh, my mom took the time to do that with me. I think we sometimes – well, I know we do. We get locked up on wanting and having these uh, big plans, but then we, we get locked up uh, because it's so big. We want these powerful moments or big um, elements. Experiences. That, experiences, yeah. right. And it is. It's just it's these little things along the way that are that are building this bigger narrative of uh, one of your the relationship with your daughter, uh, but it's it's also the bigger narrative of who who Jesus can be in your life, and to and to think differently. And uh, I love it. Hey, thank you. I know there's a lot more you huh. could we could share in the way that you. Um, this is the passion of your heart. Um, and we're going to have you on here again to talk about this specifically. Maybe maybe dive down into one of the things we talked about because I know we oh. a lot of these were just kind of skimming the top. But uh, I want to turn it back to the listener as we do. I just want to encourage you um, just to kind of th- uh, make a list of some things. Maybe Amy Joe uh, mentioned today. Uh, maybe ask you know answer some questions that that she kind of threw out or that maybe I threw out about. You know what? What are the lies that your daughter might be listening to? Um, what are uh, what are some specific things that we can discuss? Uh, what are those things that I keep talking about with my daughter, and it's just not going anywhere? So how do I change the script? Uh, 
Uh, so what, whatever that might be, some things as you reflect back on this podcast, just to write down and then kind of complete the sentence maybe two or three times of I will. Uh, what is that actionable step you're going to take? Finish the sentence, I will what? Uh, and uh, and just kind of adjust some things in your life and um, and to uh, to change the narrative, to change the script of your relationship with your daughter, uh, whether it's fantastic or whether it's just really a tough time right now. Um, and so we are here as a church to continue to encourage you. So thanks again for being with us. Um, and uh, don't forget, wherever you are as a family is a good place to start. Thank you. Until next time.